getting nosy for the sake of entertainment. Here's another episode of Steve Nagel Minds Your Business, a rock102.com exclusive. Well, welcome to another episode of Nagel Mind Your Business, where we dive into the minds of local business owners and find out who they are and what they came from and what made them who they are today. This week, we sit down with uh, one of our good friends of the show, the one who uh, takes all of our photos, Chris Marion from Chris Marion Photography. What's it like to be a photographer? We find out now on Nagel Mind Your Business, an exclusive podcast on rock102.com. Chris Marion, uh, photographer from Chris Marion Photography, is here in the studio with us. What's up, Chris? Um, nothing. Well, a lot of things. I don't know. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, and, and, on, you... and only mildly terrified that I'm going to ruin my career uh, by answering. You know how? Oh, this is the worst place to come on if you want to promote anything. Well, I, I don't well, help in that facet at all. The way we, the way the two of us, the conversations that we have, I just, you know, let's just not go there, man. Uh, now I'm talking to you uh, because yeah. I know you. Yes. So uh, let's 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 paint a picture for for people who don't know you. Let's do that. We uh, we were trying to figure out before we started this podcast how we met each other. You and I met each other, and I think uh, you were just basically a fanboy of the show. Hundred percent. You so wanted to take pictures of yeah. us here at Rock One Hundred Two that you're like, I have a camera. I I bought I a fun saver. I can do this yeah. for you. Yeah, yeah. And then we let you bring your fun saver to one of our events, and you're like, Wow, this guy's not bad. What if we gave him a real camera? And then uh, we said. <laughs> We said, hey, we'd like to give you a real camera, but we can't afford that. That's right. We're going to send you out, buy your own camera, and you come back when you're ready. I, that's exactly what happened. And uh, I think I think prior to that, I was I was stalking you in the uh, Turkish bath. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. I remember that, too. Well, you weren't supposed to. I was kind of trying to do it on the... So down no, I re- yeah. remember hearing the details from the police report that's after right. it was filed. That's right. I appreciate you living <laughs> the uh, restraining order, Steve. You're a good guy. Uh, uh, yeah, I tried. To, uh, restraining orders are just another way to say I really like you. <laughs> you're, um, you're on my mind. You are on my mind all oh, the time. All right. But let's uh, let's paint the picture for for the people uh, listening in to, okay. to this. Uh, or the five people that listen to my podcast. Yeah. Um, you uh, you're, you're a hometown guy. You're born and raised here in Springfield. Um. Pretty yeah, I mean, I yeah. lived in in Springfield in the Springfield area for the ninety nine percent of my life. Ninety nine percent of your yeah. life. That yeah. one time you strayed to Chicopee. Oh, and... I wouldn't. Oh, I love Chicopee. I love yeah. my my Chicopee. I you know yeah, I love Chicopee. I, I did live in Chicopee actually um, for a little, for a very short period of time. And and you and uh, what got you into the whole photography thing? Was this something you did do as a kid that you wanted that you always wanted to do? When did when did you start taking an interest in in taking photos? And saying, hey, I can make artwork out of this. Right. Um, well, I'm still working on the artwork part. But uh, <laughs> no, I, so, you know, it was probably about 20 years ago, actually, is really when I started to realize, you know, I have no other real artistic uh, talent. Right. You know, and I always was interested in art. And, and so photography just kind of grew on me. At, at that point, you know, um, and uh, it's just again, it's just kind of just continued to get more and more, you know, to be more part of my life. Was this like a high school thing that you you're 20 so- years ago? You're so kind. I know. I was <laughs> trying to be kind. To you. <laughs> God. Uh, yes. Yeah. Actually, I was in uh, preschool in, uh, 20, <laughs> 20 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yep. And uh, yeah. No, um, it was um, 
I, you were at a photography school for children called School Shootings. Oh, I believe that was oh, the uh, okay. that was the name of the place that right. you went to. That was Steve Nagel. Send your cards and letters, <laughs> 45 Fisher Ave, East Long. Yeah. Um, I'm trying, you know, I, I do get asked this, and, and yeah. I think early on in photography, n- most photographers shoot what they like. Right. Or, or you know, photograph what they what they enjoy photographing, or or you know, and and whatever makes them happy, um, or just things that just catch their eye, you know. And I, and over time, and, and that can be a, a lot of different things. Um, and that's kind of what I started doing. I mean, it was probably like old like uh, car car meets, you know, and like taking pictures of old old cars. Um, and of course, having kids, you know, you you travel uh, and. That's also, you know, was kind of part of it. Um, but then, um, you know, I kind of get, I got a little more serious with regards to sports, probably 15 or 10 to 15 years ago. And was that just doing stuff like locally, like for, for Mass Live or, um, or the Republican or? No. Uh, yes, locally. Uh, mm. There was a, a local magazine, it was spectacular. Um, unfortunately not around anymore, but, uh, they, they gave me a, a, a shot. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really, and, and what the, magazine was that? Western mass sports journal. Yeah. Oh, I do. I do remember that. Yeah. yeah. It was really, it was a gorgeous, uh, it was really well put together. Um, and, uh, yeah, Tad Tokars actually, uh, was the, was the guy behind that, and it was it was great. So Tad gave me a shot, and luckily I had a really good editor in uh, Kyle uh, Belanger, and you know we just kind of they just kept giving me assignments. So apparently I was doing something right, you know. Yeah, and and this eventually took you to a a point where you're doing national or international yeah. uh, work. Yeah. Uh, tell us more about the uh, the NBA. You, yep. Did you start with the Basketball Hall of Fame? No, no. Okay. Um, no. Uh, oddly enough, no affiliation with them. Um, aside from you know work with the NBA, you know obviously there's they go hand in hand. Well, they wouldn't have had the space for you anyway to photograph. They have too many photo- photographers down there. There's not enough space. Uh, <clears throat> Listen to place any more photographers in that parking lot. I'm going to refer back to the uh, <laughs> the first thing I said about ruining my yeah, career. Yeah, right. You don't want to Thanks ruin so your much, career. Steve. I'm not. I, listen, I'm just trying to ruin my own. So. <laughs> well, yeah, and that's why I had you as a guest. I don't think you need any help. Uh, no. Um, so um, no, they actually they've 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 got some really good photographers uh, over the years, right. and you know, I mean. Um, if it ain't broke, don't but, fix it. Type of thing. But who approaches you to do this NBA shoot? Well. Um, it started, really started with the Springfield Armor, if you remember them. Uh, they were a, a, a G, a, no, sorry, D-League team. Now yes. it's called the G-League. Right. Which is like basically the NBA's AAA, mm-hmm. if you, you know, use a baseball analogy. So, um, I was their team photographer, uh, when they, when they started and they were in Springfield for about five years and through my work with them, the NBA took notice and started to hire me, and my first, it was actually really, you know, a lot of times with photography, probably with, with anything, you know, you get breaks, um, or just fortuitous things happen, 
um, that you're able, fortunate enough to be prepared to, you know, capitalize on, so to speak. Um, that particular season, I think it was the first year the Armor was around, they sent three players, four players, to the D-League All-Star game, um, which would which was my first All-Star game, coincidentally. Um, and I, because I, I wanted to go cover the team um, and it just turned out it was in Orlando. I've got family in Orlando, yada, yeah. yada, yada. Um, so that was my first All-Star <clears throat> back in 2011, maybe. Um, yeah, I remember you going on this trip. Yeah. I, this is what, huh? Yeah, it was great. Yeah, I remember you coming back and you're showing us all these shots and these yeah. just amazing, amazing <laughs> images that you've captured. It's uh, uh, it's these. fantastic, and so I've done I've done ten uh, all stars, all star weekends, um, and it really is a whole weekend. It's not just one game. It's like four days of events, uh, etc. Um, some of the access to mm-hmm. Stars. I mean, it's just it boggles the mind. It boggles my mind. Can still to this yeah, day. Yeah, it's like all of a sudden. First, you're in Springfield. You're taking pictures of uh, like uh, Dom Sarno and uh, and uh, love my mirror. Three my idiots mirror. who work on a radio station. That's and, true. And you're building that portfolio. Right. To meet like uh, who who was uh, some of the famous people that you you met in the in these. It's a long, long list. You know, um, what's what's your most memorable one that that sticks out to you? Like, I was so happy to meet this person. Um, Jack Nicholson. I was one of those. Yeah. Like, I, I was like, uh, it was L.A. Uh, All Star. Again, I don't remember the year, unfortunately, but um, that was just cool, man. You know, he he was he was just kind of chilling, and I just chatted briefly with him asked him if i could take his photograph and he was like yeah you know and you never know you never know if you're going to be able to um or if you know are these sanctioned events that you're at or yeah this was actually the all-star game um itself and he's Um, a huge basketball big time big time lakers fan um so yeah he was see i wouldn't be able to be around people like that because i would be asking questions like hey uh, I heard that story where uh, you know your sister was actually your mom. You remember that? You remember that, Jack? Hey, right. can I take a picture of you with that disdained look on your face? Yeah, come on, I want to do that. Well, you learn pretty quick, you know, Steve. It's, yeah. uh, you it's, keep your mouth shut and just get the photo. That's yeah, you know, and I I don't uh, yeah uh, that, wow no I don't is that real thing is that a, is that real with them. Yeah, his, his Jack Nicholson's uh, sister, uh, because of the time that it was, uh. you know, she get, she, you know, teen pregnancy wasn't right. very well accepted back sure. in the time that uh, Jack Nicholson was born. Right. So the, uh, the his family said, well, you know what, uh, his grandma said, I'll be his mom. You be his sister. So they pretended that uh, that, that was his sister, and then he found out that really messed him up. For, wow. uh, for, uh, from all the things that I've read about that, huh. that really that would screw anybody up. I would. When think. did he find? Uh, like when? I wonder what role he he was an adult when he found out. So right. it wasn't like it, you know. Right, right. He, but like, I wonder if like he found that out like right before he did The Shining or something. You know what I mean? And oh yeah, you, something you, to inspire like, him. Then, you know what? That's actually a good question. I'll get the research to you. I'll come back. You'll come back and do another podcast, and we'll we'll talk right. about the uh, Jack right. Nicholson debacle. And I won't I won't ask him. Uh, 
that about that if I ever see him again. Well, the point was I just wanted to get those moments. Those are real moments when you bring something <laughs> up like that and they get that look on their face. That's art, Chris. That's that's the photography uh, I yeah. want. My my son um well <laughs> my son does that uh for me or to me. You know, um there was an all-star where I was very I was like this close they can't tell on the podcast, but we're mm. pretty close to each other, right? Yeah, we're here. about 4 feet away. Roughly 4 feet. Yeah. Um and so this was at the time, uh, I don't know if Kyrie Irving, I was very close to Kyrie Irving mm-hmm. for a, a community event that I was photographing in New Orleans. And my son was just like, tell him the world's not flat. Because you know, there was a big thing with Kyrie where it's, yeah. he, you know, flat earth thing. And whether he was kidding or not, I don't know. And I'm just like, Chris, Chris, my son is Chris yeah. as well. And I'm just like, come on, come on. What are you trying to do? Get me fired from this gig? Yeah. You know, it's funny. But uh, yeah, so, so you, you never got to ask him about the flat Earth thing. I didn't. Well, no, I wouldn't do that because that's kind of a theme. Shaq just talked about that last week. Really, there was a story about Shaq uh, uh, entertaining the theory, not believing the theory, but uh, uh, entertaining. See, this is the not theory. good because I'm going to see Shaq yeah. next month, um, and now this is going to be in my head, and I'm going to fight the urge to ask him about flat Earth. Now, now is this is this your trip you're taking? Your big trip? Yeah. Or, where are you going? Um, so next, the end of September, I am flying to uh, Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi. The United Arab Emirates. Yes. Yeah. And, and what's uh, going on there? So there's two preseason games happening. Um, it's the Bucks and the Hawks. Mm-hmm. And so they were going to play two preseason games. And then, of course, there's, there's travel and sightseeing and stuff. And Shaq will be... They generally will send legends um, to these kinds of events, you know, as as part of their outreach and just star power. And I know, well, Shaq is scheduled to appear, as they say in show business. Gotcha. You know. Um, yeah, you never know when these uh, these folks like bow out at the last minute for a, for an appearance they were supposed to do. Yeah, or, and he's been traveling know. quite a bit uh, lately as right. well. But um, I'm talking like but, I know the guy. But just, but just the experience alone uh, to yeah. even travel to these places. I mean. You know, I think some people would think, look at it going, wow, you must be making a crap ton of money going there. You're probably not, um, but you're probably, but you're getting the experience that most people would never be able to experience something like this. I I think that is the coolest part of it is that it's so unique to you. Right. Um, And I've, again, I pinch myself frequently. Um, I bruise easily, so it's a little embarrassing, but... um, I've traveled with the NBA so much. Yeah. All, all these all-star games are all over the country. There was one in Toronto. Uh, I think it was 2019. I went to Japan uh, for a couple of preseason games. Um, and I would never, I, in my wildest dreams, would I have thought I would have gone to Japan ever. You know, um, more likely Japan than than Abu Dhabi. But yeah. Here I go. The you kid know. from Springfield, Mass, going to Japan. What <laughs> high school did you go to? I know. Well, um, that's a that's a bit of a sticky wicket, but I went to uh, classical. Cla- oh, that's the for weird a, for comment. a short period. Of time. Wow, wow, you're you're you really weren't uh, a teenager twenty years ago. I was were you? not. Yeah, I uh, was not. What uh, they, did, that, did you graduate from classical? Um, so all right, we're gonna we're gonna. No, dive just, deep. No, we're going to dive deep okay. into the, the personal right. life of Chris Mary, and I'm actually a high school dropout. You are. I am. But I see, am. and you've proven to everybody you don't need a high school degree to be successful. Well, I, you know, 
stay in school, kids. Stay in school um, and don't do drugs. Um, yeah, you know, it was just one of those things. And I, I'm 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 a I'm a funny learner in a way. Like the way I learn is just not really uh, conducive to were classroom. You, were you stuff. a badass? Is that why you dropped out, or did you? Did you say I didn't like this anymore? I don't want to be part of the school thing. Yeah, that was more the latter. Yeah, I don't think I've ever been a, a badass uh, necessarily. Oh, you look you like know. a badass. You're, you have the bald head like I do. I know. Yeah, well, you, we have the same barber. We you, shave it, and people think that you're going to kick their ass when you're walking down the street. That's right. Yeah, Damn that's it. the way we like it. <laughs> until they until they talk to me, and then they realize what an absolutely charming. So you, you yeah. didn't go to any schooling for photography. This is, is this something you just did, you know, to you I said, you know what, I'm going to take this camera and I'm going to do this and I'm going to start taking different shots. You know, I think about that because uh, that's another thing I get asked. Um, and, you know, I, I, I tend to say I'm self-taught, but no one, I, I think no one any, any, at any, in any field or whatever can be self, completely self-taught. Mm-hmm. Um, because God, you got to read the manuals if you're doing that. Yeah. And then that's just a nightmare, you know? Um, but schooling per se, you didn't yeah. go to any particular school to do Correct. this. You learned from other photographers, uh, from other, other photographers, from yeah. doing, um, a lot of, uh, failures, you know, um, unfortunately, but actually not unfortunately, those are learning experiences. Um, you know, I've gone to some seminar or workshop type, type things as well, but, uh, and then, you know, there's YouTube. Really? Yeah. Um, which is a you can great teach help. yourself how to do anything on YouTube. You really can. Yeah. Yeah, you really can. You know, so. I uh, I was thinking, I, I, I don't let my kids have electronics. I, I have uh-huh. I've strived to, to, uh-huh. to keep them away from that. Obviously, they're going to be able to go over to their friend's house. Are you a Quaker? No, I'm not a Quaker. I was just realizing like uh, how detrimental uh, to yes. their mental health it was becoming, and I yeah. said, and that was a couple of years ago, and I said I need to take this stuff away. I don't blame you, you know. Yeah. And then they, you know, they go outside, they start doing things, and and hey, wow, there's there's an outdoors here. Right. I didn't know that that existed. <laughs> right. right. Uh, but uh, one of the things that I said, you know what? Instead of buying some sort of video game or some sort of you know, other electronic device. How about a camera? So I got them, you oh, know, nice. uh, for Christmas, I yeah. got them some nice cameras. That's I got the, awesome. you know, like, you know, probably, you know, middle of the road, like uh, nothing too crazy. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, like a Nikon type yeah. of thing. Yeah. Um, and the great thing is they take them with them everywhere they go. So nice. anywhere we go, they're always snapping pictures of yep. something. And that's the cool part about it is you get to, you get to see what they're taking pictures of. However, mm-hmm. when we came back, we took a trip down to uh, to Hilton Head, South Carolina, mm-hmm. back in April. And uh, my youngest daughter had the camera. She had her camera, right? And I said, hey, uh, make sure you take pictures. You know, we stop along a rest stop. They take pictures of all the different things around the outside of the place. Right. And then uh, I uh, was uh, was at her, her a softball game. It was maybe a couple of weeks after we came back. Yeah. And I open up the back of the car, and there's the camera sitting in the in the in the thing. It's in a case. It's uh-huh. in it's in the thing. I said, "Oh, let me just check these pictures out that oh, she's boy. got." Yeah, there are there must be fifty pictures of her sitting in the back of of the vehicle, mm-hmm. in all different positions, giving her sister the middle finger. <laughs> it's like it's it's like it's like a, it's like a, a uh, montage yeah. of her. On her trip, that was there was no pictures of the beach. Right. There's no pictures of right. of uh, fun times that we had, mini golfing or anything like that. Sure. There's only pictures of her giving the middle finger. 
I'd like to think that you were an inspiration for that because uh, my kids have been around you enough where you've taken their picture plenty of times and they're like, wow, look at that fancy camera this guy's got. That's awesome. That's uh, that's great. You're an inspiration. Well, you know, I I I like to I like to try to inspire, you know. I aspire to inspire. But wow. it is it is pretty cool, you know, yeah. as far as the photography, you know, the aspect of photography. You're mm-hmm. taking pictures. Digital photography versus uh, the old style with yep. the developing in the film and yeah. all that stuff. Now, yeah. I remember a media class I took back when in college where uh-huh. they said to me, or they told the whole class, that they were like, listen, if if digital photography was huge back in the Bill Clinton era... Oh, we might boy. have never have found a picture of Monica Lewinsky, right? Because it was such a innocuous photo, fo- innocuous photo that they just de- they would have just deleted those, right? It might have never have come to light. Whereas the old film, you know, they had somebody had that on a negative somewhere, yeah, you don't and, get so, rid and they're of the looking negatives. through the picture, they go, "Oh, that's that broad that's uh, involved in the the whole thing here." <laughs> right, right. So how do you, how do you embrace the you know how do you feel about the digital versus the traditional? Uh, photo developing uh, methods and, and, and things like that. Well, you know, that we could kind of take the conversation even a step further and, you know, with regards to cell phones versus mm-hmm. quote-unquote traditional digital. Um, it's all great. You know, I shoot film. Um, I shoot film as a leisure activity Yeah. Uh, still. And there's a, we have a great lab in Springfield, thankfully, Um so I get it developed there, and um, I've actually shot some film um, professionally as well. I've had a few clients that say we, you know, we want to get this on on film. Um, it changes the game for I think young photographers, and because you get the immediate result on a digital uh, capture, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and hopefully, if that if that person is trying to become a better photographer they can see what they're doing wrong in, immediately and make changes. Um, unfortunately, at, at the same time, you know, they can take 500 photos of the same thing and maybe not learn anything. Right. Where, right. where with film, it's far more, it's far more deliberate act um, because you only have, you have a lim- limited amount of exposures on a roll and it's not cheap now. You know, the, the price of film, especially with the, with the, um, the pipe, what are they? Was it the pipeline? Yeah. yeah. Um, the price has gone up. Right. Everything's gone up. So it's it's even more cost prohibitive. But it's but film is great, and I, and I I encourage you know everybody who's into photography to try at least you know find us find a cheap old film camera. Yeah. Because you don't it's it's the physics you know the light doesn't change. The, you know, yeah, you know, even uh, let's just say people who are in IT work, who yep. do information technology work, you still have to know all about how it started versus, yeah. you know, you, you people who can just jump right in. Oh, I've worked computers all my life. Okay, but what about the 40 years ago, 50 right. years ago when they, they were running, you know, this big giant machine? Do you know about that? You have to kind of know where the roots are, especially when it comes to something like photography. You should know you know how this whole thing came to be absolutely and and so so that even gets lost further with cell phones um i'm a big i mean i i love my iphone and i love taking photos with it and the phones today do a phenomenal Mm -hmm. job uh but a lot of those details a lot of that background information 
is does not exist uh, at least readily, or it's not thought of. It's not uh, you know really present in the iPhone photographer's mind. You know what I'm right, saying? Right. So, um, but you, you know, you can still find that information in the phones. But it uh, is, is that must be maddening though, like the filters and these Snapchats and all these people who you know create these things, yeah. and then they say, "Well, it's art." Well, is it art because you really had assistance from? You know, right. all these different users who submit these different filters and things like that. Is that uh, kind of like frustrating to the professional photographer? Uh, the people who claim, oh, I could do pictures of your wedding uh, tomorrow. Right. I, I got this uh, great Nikon or I got an iPhone right. or something like that. Right. Um, I guess it is. There, there is a degree of frustration. And professionally, uh, you see a lot of... Uh, folks at even like basketball games mm-hmm. then they're using uh cell phones to some extent um and they just don't they just haven't gotten through the the process or they don't have the experience um the etiquette perhaps um my philosophy with this and you know is that kind of water seeks its own level right right and at some point as a as a society or, or or just as you know as consumers we're going to start to see the difference in somebody just somebody you know in your 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 scenario uh, somebody just with a phone versus a professional um and someone who just has not a lot of experience uh, and, and it really comes down to more of experience than the equipment that you're using mm-hmm. Um, they're not prepared for a lot of, you know, like curveballs getting thrown their way during a shoot. Um, whether the, the light changes or, you know, there's a problem and they don't know how to troubleshoot it. Um, uh, to me, that's where, that's where things change. And I, and I just feel as though, uh, at, at some point, you know, even like with newspapers nowadays, you know, over the past I don't know, five, 10 years, newspapers across the country, probably across the world have cut their, their photography uh, departments and staffs. Well, it's abundantly clear when I'm able to uh, put in fake names in the newspaper, pretty much every time there's an event, because there's always a different photographer that comes around uh, and it's basically somebody just being hired per diem, you know, for, per, per event. Right. uh, To come do these things. Yeah. I prefer Dick Gozinia. Uh, as I bet a name. you do. Uh, or Barry <laughs> McOchner. That was a good one, too. I, I did that one, too. Uh, but uh, but you're right. Yeah. You kind of lose. You know, it's a good point that you bring up with these with these newspapers and stuff not having the like the in-house photographer anymore. Right. You're lo- you're 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 disconnecting yourself, I think, from your locality wherever you are, because I think that somebody like yourself who goes out, let's say you were hired by Mass Live or, or mm-hmm. whoever, Republican, yeah. Republican to, to go out and take photos, yeah. you have a different perspective on this area, and you also have a different perspective on what events are taking place. Maybe right. you know something more about than a guy who was just hired off the street right. uh, that not even doesn't even live in this area to, to, to capture mm-hmm. you know, an essence of a photo or a, or a feeling of a photo uh, that somebody might not, somebody else might not catch. Yeah, and and not only that, I think that 
you know, again, going back to some of the fundamentals of photography, um, you, you know, where is the light? Where's the light coming from? Is it mixed? Is, you know, is it mixed light? Uh, mm-hmm. Like, is there going to be a color shift in the photos? I mean, there's a million different things that uh, I think a seasoned photographer would, would be thinking of as opposed to someone um, who is like we're talking about was new to it or, or whatever. Um, but again, I think that I like to think that eventually, um, you know, the consumer is going to see the difference and appreciate or gravitate towards a product that is using clearly using professionals with, with, with strong imagery versus, you know, just, I saw this uh, photo shoot done. I, I'm on Reddit a lot. Okay. I go on Reddit and uh, find all these things. And one of the c- categories I, I'm a fan of is Curb Your Enthusiasm. They show a lot of different things about the show with Larry David. It's pretty, pretty good. Yeah, and they yeah. and they all. But there was an art. There was a pictorial of all these uh, pieces of artwork. Yeah. Of somebody taking pictures of the waveform of the theme song to Curb Your Enthusiasm. Huh. And. Using photography to do that, they were taking pictures. Like you know, you can see this on the screen over here. Right. So they were taking pictures of these this wave file and then like putting different filters on it to turn it into art. I I think you know technology can be a friend in a way too, where you can present something to somebody that you would have never been able to present it to before. So there is like kind of a balance there. Absolutely. And and old versus new. Yeah. And and. There's um, just amazing work being done by pros all over the place. Um, I mean, my my feed, uh, my Instagram feed, uh, at least the people that I subscribe to, is just spec- some of the work I do is just spectacular, you know. And uh, so there's a, there's a lot of there's a lot happening, and uh, you know that's that's great. That's being kind of pushed. The, the envelope is being pushed, so to speak. Um, and I'm all for it, you know. Chris Marion from Chris Marion Photography. If somebody wanted to hire you for an event, where would they uh, find you? Uh, they would find me on the internet. What right? is that? <laughs> yeah. Um, What's that website? Yeah, it's uh, chrismarion.com uh-huh. uh, is, is my site. You can find me on Instagram, of course, and uh, Facebook as well. Um, it's like, just look for Chris Marion Photography. I think there's only... Yeah, you've sent me some pretty nasty pictures through Facebook. I don't know if you want to promote oh, anybody through but that. But you asked for it, Steve. <laughs> well, I mean, come I on, I was man. responding to a Craigslist what? ad. What was I supposed <laughs> to do? <laughs> you can't out me like that, man. That's not cool. Uh, Chris Marion, you've done a lot of work for us over the years. We do appreciate them. Yeah. Most of the events that we do, even our shoots for the uh, the website, uh, you do awesome work. Thanks, and, man. Uh, I appreciate it. I and, I and I think it's awesome that you're going to be doing all these trips uh, coming up. Yeah, I've been really. Yeah. Uh, this year has been super busy. This is this year has been kind of what I expected last year to be with regards to people kind of coming out of the COVID coma, so to speak, and and getting back into the swing of things. Um, so I've been really lucky this year. It's been it's been great. Been all over the place. Awesome. Well, good luck in uh, in Abu Dhabi. Ah, I thank you. Yes, I, I've been reading up on the uh, the local uh, customs and uh, things to avoid. And I'm glad you're not going with me because I don't have that kind of. Big oh, we'd thing. be arrested and thrown in a tank yeah. somewhere in an international security. Uh, That's right. Uh, incident somewhere. Yeah. 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 Uh, Chris <laughs> Marion from Chris Marion Photography. We, I appreciate the time today. Thanks so much for coming in and doing the podcast. My pleasure, Steve. I hope my uh, my reputation is still intact. Uh, no, it'll be 
completely destroyed after this. Thanks. Uh, Snaggle Mind Your Business, exclusive podcast at rock102.com.